0: Well, hey, Ben and Chip here, back at it for a new season, season two of the podcast, where we tackle the topics shaping today's culture through the lens of scripture. You know, our world is full of strife and anger and rage, and it's invaded the church, causing division. But we believe it's time to listen again, time to give others the benefit of the doubt, time to share in charitable discourse. And in today's episode, we spent some time addressing the current political and cultural climate as well as how to navigate this in the new year. We believe the key to being the light of Christ is foundational, and it all stems from our discipline and devotion to follow after Him and His Word. And in today's crazy cycle, what types of rhythms can we incorporate into our everyday lives that keep us grounded in the Word and prepares us for what lies ahead? Let's begin a charitable discourse. All right. Well, hey, we are back. Back in black. We're back, man. Uh, it's good to it's good to be back here. Good Back to be doing in black.
1: This. Come on, tell me who sang back in black. Yeah, it was the ACDC. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. See, if you're
1: that. an Iowa kid and you're an Iowa Hawkeye fan, like yeah. back in black, not only was it a cool song, but yeah. it's like an Iowa Hawkeye song. So every time you say back, I think okay. back in black.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, Liberty Center, too. I mean, we're did you we play that orange song? and black and so oh yeah that happened that, that and i had the tiger oh that, yeah that the time you know right. so uh yeah
1: but uh probably every high school in america played back and black so we all think it's special <laughs> but it's not it's so common <laughs> right
0: yeah right? <laughs> right, right uh you know but it's 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 good to be back it's good to be back and um you know, the podcast took a hiatus. It did. It it was quarantined for quite a while. You must have had the coronavirus put up we on the had to shelf. stay away from it. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. But we were uh um man, I don't think I've ever worked as hard as, as we have in twenty twenty. Yeah. It's been a pretty cool thing. Um, but you know, one of our priorities and getting back at it is is really uh coming back and rethinking and, and figuring out what what our new podcast looks like.
1: Yeah, I think so. I, I think you can't uh, – you, you have to understand that, like, our whole rhythm kind of changed, and we, we did. We, we tried to work really hard. Mm-hmm. And so the podcast, even though it's it's really important to, to you and I, we talk about mm-hmm. it yeah. all the time, about what we'd like to talk about, how we, we enjoy this time. We mm-hmm. hope that it's valuable. Um, it's we challenging want, for us. It's, yeah, it's, and we want people to, to listen to it, not some kind of uh, – yeah. popularity thing or anything we just want people to be thinking about these things Mm -hmm. but really it it needed to kind of take a a back burner position for us right and yet man i feel like we've we've moved through a lot of the pandemic and this is back up the priority list yeah and so
0: yeah it really is and i think more so now than ever I, i really feel the weight i feel like on this on this podcast that i've never felt before um it was a fun exercise before and i felt like we you know, it was, it was good for us and, yeah. and, um, you know, happy, happy for the conversations that, that came from it. Uh, but, you know, I feel like words are more important now than ever. Intention and meaning is more important now than ever. And so, um, just really felt in my heart that it's, yeah. that, that we need to. And this after.
1: is a little bit of a shameless plug, but we are feeling the weight of this so much. And what we have planned, and what we feel like maybe the Lord's laying on our heart to talk about in these podcasts, we would love it if you would be willing to to share it and uh, get it to pe- yeah. you know kind of yeah. put it out there. We think that the faith community and maybe our country at large, our local communities and mm-hmm. people, should be having these conversations. Yeah, um, because it's a mess out there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know the in the main. The topic of, of today's podcast is really just this discipline of devotion and living out a life of devotion and all that. But, you know, I think we'd uh, be remiss not to mention, you know, and at least uh, comment on some of the some of the current cultural things. I know the last couple of weeks, man, I've just been soaking myself in the Sermon on the Mount and how Jesus would respond. and um, And I don't think he better articulated what it means to be a believer than in Matthew 5, 6, and 7. And that's where I've been sitting. Quite a bit. Uh, blessed are the meek. Blessed are the peacemakers, and and not in this idea that that the meek are um, less than or timid. Dormats. S- s- yeah, absolutely not. But speaking boldness, a- in truth, and uh, really just living life's lives of humility. Though um absolutely. One of the things that I, I think I posted on social the other day was that salvation happens through the cross, not through flipping tables. You know so everybody wants to point to jesus flipping flipping the, the tables in the temple um that's not where salvation was birthed for us and that's not how he calls us uh to live and um i think it does a disservice to the gospel and to the name of jesus when everything is done in the name of righteous anger and yeah, righteous indignation
1: true. there's a whole lot of that going around in there yeah yeah like justified anger from different sides of the coin right um you know, what you're talking about, though, is I think for the first or maybe not for the first time we always say those things, but like it's really getting real. Is it not yeah. like if do you really believe because you are now having to make decisions more and more so on how do I understand the culture? How am I called to live in this culture? Yep. And so although it is uncomfortable and it is um it's a little bit, um, it, it makes you be a little bit apprehensive. Yeah. What's going to happen next week? What, you know, but like in a way, this is really moving the people of God to a more sincere faith Absolutely. than ever before. Or if you don't, ha- if you're not sincere, then that's going to be revealed. Yeah. And it's going to be apparent. It's going to be obvious to you that you're not really in. And it's going to be a whole lot more comfortable and easy for you to just, go to the sidelines Mm -hmm. and that's why we do think that these conversations are really important because we want to be able to navigate through this
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and and be the kingdom right Mm -hmm. Uh, you talk about uh, meek and peacemakers and I I just uh, one of the things that flashes through my mind is in our own country we're kind of the intersection of faith and policy met 50 or 60 years ago when we had uh, a very apparent issue uh, of segregation or racism, and the point, the person at the tip of the spear of that mm-hmm. modeled meekness. Um, yeah, Martin Luther did. King yeah, Jr. He, he tried to espouse the kingdom on the Mount. Yeah. And look what happened. Yeah. Like when we live out the kingdom principles, real life change and transformation happens in our culture because that's the truth. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a healing thing. It's a fair thing. It's an equal thing. It values people. It just wants uh, the peace that God has always desired for this world. Yeah. And so we want to keep pushing those kind of principles in the middle of this yeah. crazy.
0: Um, Absolutely. I mean, you have you have this this uh, Christian nationalism on one side, and then you have this woke Christianity on another side, which culture interprets scripture not the other way around and or your uh, your americanism um, interprets scripture and not the other way around and listen i think we're going to have some some pretty difficult subjects that we're going to have to have to tackle and engage in but i believe it's the the church's responsibility to speak truth and clarity in this time Um, i i found a tweet this last week dr Stephen Lawson, listen, I don't know, I do not know who this man is. It was just kind of down a rabbit hole, but he just, he, he wrote Cultural Christianity is Dying. Either you're a Christian or not, no faking it anymore. That's right. And I think if 2020's taught us one thing, it's, uh, you're either, you're either a Christian or you're not. And, uh, and gone are the days of, of convenience and gone are the, or slipping away quickly are the days of, uh, uh, convenience and, and treating Christianity as a commodity or as a, uh, uh, benefit package as a consumer yeah, yeah. and uh, and and really getting back to the one another's of scripture and doing doing things for one another and and dying to yourself and truly living for Christ and for your brother and your sister
1: and there's going to be a lot of disappointment I think when you maybe realize that some people uh, just it was convenient for them it was a yeah. kind of a part of their portfolio
0: yeah yeah.
1: Like it was a nice piece yeah. of your portfolio. Yeah, it was a network. I'm a member of this church. Yeah. I attend this church. I'm part of this faith community.
0: Unfortunately, they, I mean, we're Rotarians. And I think maybe a lot of, of, of professing quote unquote believers um, felt like this was their, their networking group. Like we are, like we, yeah. you know.
1: So it's going to be disappointing, I think. And it already has been yeah. in some ways. But also the potential yeah to really experience the real, to see it more clearly, mm-hmm. to be challenged to move there yeah. to to move out of the superficial mm-hmm. and I do believe Ben that there's going to be a ton of people that they're going to see more clearly mm-hmm. okay I, I can't just coast along or drift it's not going to work, yeah because if you coast or drift you're not going to stay in the faith you're going to be knocked off mm-hmm. right, but then the potential for authentic uh, transformative communities yeah. and people um are going to exist. Yeah,
0: yeah, you know and we can't be discouraged by this because even even Christ himself, you know, he would perform miracles and do all of these things and you know, accumulate the, uh, a mass gathering of people and then he would sp- start to speak truth and, and what he was really about, gone. Yeah.
1: John chapter 6, Yeah. I mean he feeds 5,000 people, yeah. they're chasing him seven miles down the road yeah. waiting for his next miracle, he starts talking about, well you know guys, really at some point I'm going to die and you're going to need to rely on my death. And, and, and it said, they just, they vanished in droves. Yeah. You know, so.
0: And I, yep. So, so that's where we, I'm, I'm really excited. I think we're going to just get right after it at the beginning of 2021 here. So it's going to be cool.
1: But I think there is a soberness to our excitement. Like the the weight of what we're feeling. Like when we, you know, come in next week. And I haven't sleep the over this podcast kind of stuff already. It's like how do I choose my words yeah. and how do we talk through a subject that is helping people, helping us. Don't get us wrong, we we're not experts. We're we're working through this, but we feel like through this medium and this forum, we can work through this together with more people. Maybe mm-hmm. we're spurring your mind to think about something and and then you're able to to put together a, a biblical perspective. It, you know, like um, but we're really intent intent on this mattering Mm -hmm. not just a uh, an extra activity or something
0: correct yeah
1: we're giving hours of our week um the blessing of our church Mm -hmm. to be honest i I talked to our leadership team about the other night about how you know ben and i are taking these couple hours out this week and and sometimes it's more than a couple hours but the to to in this way talk about the kingdom of God and and, and hope to be a light yeah. in this really crazy world so
0: yeah and then biggest of all we were trying to uh, maybe re- redefine uh, this podcast a little bit. yeah so wrestling listen. through some new names.
1: yeah uh, I tell you what if you listen and you're in a, w- a position that you can comment, or you can even fire off a text to Ben or I if you have our info. And I'm sure there's ways that if they don't know us but you listen, that you, you could find, find an email or something. on so, social media. Though. Yeah. Uh, tell us what you think would be a good name for a podcast like this because we're kind of wrestling through that. I think the Weekly Grind has um, – well, obviously it wasn't weekly. <laughs> it wasn't.
0: <laughs> something that's not time sensitive maybe in the title. So when you're not even true to your title, you probably had to change it. so um, and listen, that's because we didn't want to deliver something just to just to just to show time. up and deliver it. Waste You time, know we, yeah. we hope that this is valuable to your time and and so we want to, we want to pursue meaning in each of these podcasts. we want them to be thoughtful. Um, I know hours go into these and so yep. um, yeah. So today, Chip, first first off, first part of the year, uh, 2021, it, our topic today is this discipline of devotion. I know you enjoy talking about this kind of stuff. Um, I do. I think the events of the last couple of months or so has really um, caused me to really seek and pursue um, more, to repent, and then to seek and, and pursue uh, more than I have in a very long time, and uh, and. I'm willing to admit that yeah and and out of this, just just discovering new rhythms and new habits, had lunch with somebody today, unsolicited, just hey, you know, I've been really intentional on uh, my prayer life right now and and just you know my uh physical habits and um they're they're committed to them and um and so it's it's pretty cool to see others are are in this boat as well,
1: and I think for us, so we're gonna tackle all these these things that we feel like are important to talk about and to think through and to understand mm-hmm. and see what the truth is yeah. what the word of god is saying but you got to do that out of a good place
0: right yeah oh yeah um, otherwise you become worldly
1: yeah or you'll become irrational or these things mm-hmm. will a- and so we believe that that good place is out of our core relationship with with the lord yeah and i've been thinking about this a lot i um, actually going to share some of this sunday but um, I, I think our culture understands physical health really well, right? I mean, yeah. there's a fitness place in every village and town, it seems like almost. Um, we understand eating, right, uh, exercise. That doesn't mean that people practice it, but they understand mm-hmm. it, right? That if you, if you are willing to live in these lanes and not eat a second piece of pie or a third piece of pie, even though... There's no doubt a desire and appetite, mm-hmm. like, I want three pieces of pie, I love peanut butter pie, and I would eat three pieces of pie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I would. But I don't. There's a discipline there, because I realize I don't want to be 400 pounds. Correct? Right? For all we get that. It's, this is similar to how we understand our spiritual life. Uh, that's intermingled with our minds and our emotions, right? That, that is close to the 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 soul we have. And I think our discussion today is just on how to um, create the good rhythms, the the good disciplines. I know that's a tough word. Um, But honestly, we love sports, but we know that the athletes that we spend time watching, we know what it takes for them to, to be at that point, we respect that. Yeah. Um, well, guess what? All of us h- live under that kind of framework mm-hmm. of to be in a good place spiritually, um, mentally, emotionally. Right? Like it, it, it does call for us to uh, condition our lives to rhythms and practices. Mm-hmm. And there's there is. There's just honestly good old fashioned effort in this, but it always pays off, you know, just like if you're willing to run X amount of miles a week, if you're willing to eat in a certain manner, you know that your body is going to respond, you're healthy, you'll avoid.
0: Yeah. And what happens, what happens when you do discipline yourself to that is this, uh, this want to, and this, this need to and desire to uh you know continue down that path and down that road it grows and i think i think our our own effort in response to uh you know the christ making a way and through the holy spirit's empowerment enables us to be able to do this
1: okay so first quote for me of the new year can you guess who i'm going to quote um uh, mr (laughs) dallas willard your man (laughs) so i even have one of his books here hey and uh, this yeah. is a shameless plug again. Yeah. Anybody, uh, this is my biggest recommendation for reading Dallas, Willard. Yeah. but he makes a comment. It's not in this book, but it might be in this book, but it's grace is the opposite of earning, but it's not the opposite of effort.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's a difference
0: yeah.
1: that what God calls us to is a cooperation yeah. to put forth and give myself an effort. Yeah. But understanding that it's not earning approval. Mm-hmm. But that's what grace does. It gives us the platform. It gives us the new identity, the new life. And then it works with us. But our will is still a big part of this. Yeah, You know, so um, yeah. talk to me, I, you know, like what are you what are some of the rhythms that are putting you in a good place yeah. so that your mind and heart are they're just in a, they're sensitive to the Lord, you're, you know, and then out of that, you can clearly work through, how do I understand my culture? What Mm -hmm. am I supposed to believe? What is truth? Like it's out of that good, solid foundation, but that takes rhythms, right? Yeah. It takes devotional, uh, exercises. And so I I know you really enjoy thinking through this as I do. What are some things like, even I've watched you recently, kind of like refigure your rhythms and and just talk about like what what does that look like for you
0: you know i just you know for me right out of the gate it's it's uh communion with god throughout the day communion with the father throughout the day and i found myself just becoming discouraged that i got to the end of the day and i hadn't had that huge chunk of time or i you know you get through a whole day and it's like oh i'll just do that later when i have more time or when i have more time and for me it was you know i'm going to start my day um with with the father in the morning we're going to connect we're going to c- connect throughout the day and looking for those windows throughout the day for me you know i think i think with where you know some some of us have these these rhythms where these are my work hours these are my at home hours and they're very very simply blocked off I'm in the season of my life right now, along with vocational ministry, where uh, each day looks different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so, and so it's it, it's it's been hard for me to 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 have some sort of of rhythm. I've got uh, a two-year-old and a eight-month-old at home, and so if it's been a long night, you know, then I'm not going to be able to give my best. Whether I can wake up or not at six a.m. before everyone is up. That I will I will not be giving my best to the Lord,
1: Yeah.
0: and so it's identifying okay when is is the best time and so for me, um, I think I think 8:30 9:00 a.m. whatever that time is when I get into the office, mm-hmm. after I get the kids out the door the craziness whatever, um, that's that's really where I try to set my sights on Him I try to uh, read it you know read some different things and and we'll get into that and, and some devotional reading plans. Mm-hmm. Um, (coughs) you know, one of the things I do every single morning without fail, I make me a cup of coffee and right next to that is a devotional thought for the morning. So right away, as I'm, as I'm making that coffee, that, that ritual, if you will, immediately my, my, my thoughts are set on him because right there I've, I've I've glanced down and it sits right on our coffee bar and I've got that devotional thought for the morning and it's just a nugget of truth and that's okay. And... Um, because I know I've set aside time later on that I'll, I'll be able to kind of dig in um, yeah. uh, to the Father a little bit. But for me, it starts with there, and it's just this idea of commun- uh, of, of just being, being in communion with God throughout the day. Um, I just started pulling open my Bible even while I'm with the kids. And if they're playing well together, I'm just going to dig into his word. Yep. I don't need quiet time and, and solitude to read his word. I appreciate that when it happens, but I'm not going to wait for that to happen to commune with God. Yeah. And so in our going, I'm, I'm, you know, my, my mind is being trained on him. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, think about your relationship with your wife. Um, if you waited until right. you had a date night. We'd never talk. Your relationship would stay. Once a
0: month <laughs> or whatever.
1: Well, but How do you go throughout the day? It, yeah. It's maybe a few Check minutes ins. in the morning. Yeah. Right. We have a little bit of conversation. Yeah. You see. You, you, you know you see each other off Mm -hmm. Um, then there's the texting through the day Mm -hmm. there's the conversation at dinner it's not filled with solitude and silence right Mm -hmm. I mean the same for me you know a bunch of kids um, talking about their lives but there's a connection with her and I Mm -hmm. and and then absolutely there comes points where there needs to be that um, uninterrupted unhindered Mm -hmm. time but if we just waited for that to that, that, that would be insane. A relationship would really struggle. And, um, no, I think that's good. Just allowing yourself to not be an all or nothing person. I think people do get like, well, I didn't have time for my devotional life. And so you just kind of, you compartmentalize that. I just, it was a fail. Just put me down as a no. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Right. And then they don't even entertain the idea of maybe throughout the day, like, well, I didn't get time like I wanted, but I can still yeah. redeem time. Yeah, here, there, and, and other places.
0: And I think too that sense of urgency carries throughout the day. The longer I go without that block of time, because my mind is set on him. Yeah, from the very start of the day. Yeah. Um. But can I share a couple things about when oh I yeah. get into the office? You know. Sure. When you do have that time, uh, this is a. I, I read a I read a book by a. a a pastor of mine at New Life Church, Daniel Grothy, and it's, yep. it's called Chasing Wisdom. And, you know, I'll just share this quote here. He, he talks about the wisdom of an old library and reading people outside, time and spa- uh, outside the context of our current culture. Yep. And, um, and so he says, uh, he says we're, we're a society being buzz-zapped and alerted to death. Words litter the landscape of our lives like, like chaff on the threshing floor in our moment of time it is possible to do a lot of reading without ever reading mu- really much mm-hmm. and um and so so again um it's it's you know setting boundaries with with kind of our social media and that kind of stuff but this idea of reading um r- reading older literature i've i've this this uh this puritan book it's called vo- uh voices from the past and what it does is it has a daily um a daily devotional is what it is and it, it works through the year and for me again it's another one of those setting my sights on him so I can read read that during lunchtime yeah. um, I can I can read that in, in in my extended devotional time when I'm able to spend some time scripture reading and in prayer and when that when when I do have that larger chunk of chunk of time you know I'm I'm in the word and I'm not reading it to read through the Bible in a year or whatever because right. that kind of stuff can get discouraging as well um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick. You know, I'm, I'm gonna work through and maybe, maybe read the same chapter or two for a number of days in a row. Or, you know, for me, I would, I would really just kind of read until I felt in my spirit that Something my soul was satisfied. You. And mm-hmm. yeah, I and and um, sometimes that was six chapters at a time. Sometimes it was, it was one. Mm-hmm. Um, but really reading until I was able to fully focus and be present. On that, what are you, what kind of disciplines or yeah, what kind of things so, you work on?
1: Uh, and by the way, Dale, Dallas Willard is now passed on, so I guess he counts as a voice. He from is the past. a voice from the past. I think you're right one. with that too, because I, I I read a lot of books that are written by present day guys, good ideas, um, but then there's been a lot of those that like they didn't impact me at all. They were kind of the hot theme of the 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 day, mm-hmm. the hot tr- you know the bestseller, the truth. Uh, I think there is validity to the timeless works. Um, for me, uh, reaching back a little bit, not not really ancient, but C.S. Lewis to me mm-hmm. is standing the test of time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think there's validity to that. Um, I think the point you and I are both understanding in our own lives and that we think is essential is... You just can't, can't thrive, can't be in a good place, and can't grow, unless you're taking in stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? I yeah. mean, there's just there's no negotiation with that. There's yeah. no. This is just a you know tidbit. Take it and leave it. Yeah. Whatever the rhythm rhythm of your life. Maybe you go to work and you're in a factory from seven to five. Mm-hmm and it's machines clanging and you know you're doing things your lunch break is with 30 other guys in a lunchroom um your rhythm's going to be different than mine mm-hmm. but the expectation is if i do not take in I, i'm not going to be good mm-hmm. just as if your expectation with your wife was if we don't communicate yeah. we're not going to be good mm-hmm. and um I think that you figure out different ways. Maybe for some of you, it's, and I like this, it's when you get in the car. Like, I like the silence and the solitude of the drive. Could I listen to some music? Yes. Could I uh, turn on talk radio? Sure. Do I enjoy those things? But for me, a rhythm that's been uh, in place for quite a while, uh, normally, I mean, there's there's days if Mm I, but like those those moments in the car are for me to allow my heart to be set toward the Lord yeah you know and I know like I'm getting in the car I'm closing the door I'm turning it on I'm praying I'm looking to the Lord I'm thinking about you know uh, truth you know and there and there's ways I'm not telling you to read in the car (laughs) or something while you're driving but there's ways to that for me that's a trigger that's an important thing Mm -hmm. Um. I like, again, I like uh, reading patterns of, uh, just like you said, read till you feel like you've heard from the Lord. Mm -hmm. That might be one verse. Mm -hmm. People get all bound up and how much are they supposed to read and what. You just hear from the Lord. Like, sometimes when I talk to Nicole, it's like you talk about a bunch of stuff that really is just housekeeping, right? Yeah. And then there's those, hey, we really talked about something or we kind of had that moment that's kind of, I think, hopefully the way with our relationship with the Lord in an even greater, greater sense. Um, Then I like to, I like to take the books of the New Testament, the smaller ones, and read them all at once. Oh, yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah. Read just as you would a letter written to you. Mm -hmm. Like with a letter written to you, you'll go back and look at certain points. Right. But you read it for the, you know, I, I like to do that just to get the, the heart of what's being said. So it's, it's varied and it's mm-hmm. different, but not having expectations, I think, is really important. Yeah. Like there's so many, it, it, we were laughing about uh, somebody and I the other day. Like uh, you watch, especially first time parents, like they buy all these books, right? Mm-hmm. And then the weight of all those expectations <laughs> ruin. Yeah. Until it's amazing to watch uh, almost without fail. Every one of them, those books end up in the garage sale or in the trash bin. Or for some, they throw it in the fire.
0: I didn't read a single parenting book.
1: Because by the time they get to the second one, they realize, hey, th- there's no doubt there's some good advice in there. Yeah. But the the expectations that they're placing on you, mm-hmm. it just kills you. Like, yeah. And I think people do that with reading the Bible yeah. or stuff like that. Yeah. No. It, it should just be as... You hear from the Lord, but yeah. you got to hear from the Lord. Yeah. You got to bring something in. Yeah. Right? I think even thinking through how much do I consume of other things? I'm taking things in every day. Yeah. If I'm not taking in the word, then these other things, whether it be social media, and then that causes me to live in a comparison mm-hmm. or a uh, angry place, if mm-hmm. uh, if it's TV,
0: um, like, what am I taking in? So, so let's get let's get some just, just some some bullet points here. Okay. okay? So, so this di- this idea of of building a discipline of daily devotions. Okay. Mm-hmm. We've we've touched on I, I I mentioned this devotional reading plan mm-hmm. uh, before before Voices of the Past, which was a um, a recommendation from a, a podcast that I listened to from time to time. Um, I also. Uh, read this this uh, this guide to prayer, and um, and this is this is more for for ministers, but I think everyone would find uh, um, value in this. It follows uh, lectionary readings And rotation, and so it, it, and it's 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 been I've I've used this for probably ever since I got back from Colorado. Mm-hmm. I've used this throughout seasons, but find some th- some devotional yes, plan yes. that works for you. Yeah. Um and that can that can change.
1: Even if it's simple as and some of you are like overwhelmed mm-hmm. maybe by books or even as, as simple as the you version Bible app. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they've got it like they've got personal plans.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. But what we are saying is intake the word, but then intake wisdom and thoughts from people who uh, are spiritually minded to help guide you it just yeah. gives you some form and substance to then dwell on and yeah. think about
0: and that's and that's part two is is reading the scriptures for yourself don't rely on these devotional readings to Absolutely. to speak to you yep. actually getting in the word of god my favorite is getting in the word of god without an agenda i think so often especially like like, for, for us, we're tempted to a teaching or a s- to sermon. see it as, a, as an illustration or yep. what do others need to hear. Yep. And to get into it without an expectation and just uh, recreationally read Scripture mm-hmm. just as an effort to commune with the Father mm-hmm. um, is so powerful. Third, we haven't talked about it yet, prayer. And I think this is where the idea for me of, of um, you know, just communing with the Father throughout the day is when 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 those those foods for thoughts are are scattered throughout my day i find myself um uh praying more often more regularly sure and uh and so and you know i know i know over the last couple of years um you and your prayer life and Mm -hmm. some of the things that that um that you've done i i think
1: too for me like and i don't know if you're going to talk about this later but um I find that when I go to pray, all of a sudden my mind, yeah, it it sees clearly everything Mm -hmm. I need to do. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people like they want to get into prayer, but then it's just natural. And I don't know if it's just the way our minds work when we get quiet and we uh, we start to to get it all of a sudden. So pen and paper, man. Yeah. Have something there or your phone just on the notes. Okay, I'm getting ready to pray. And all of a sudden, I realize I forgot to pay this bill, yeah. or to have this conversation, or to fill out this form. Yeah. Don't stop praying and do it. Mm-hmm. Just put it down. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. It could take. Fi- it could app- take
0: a good five minutes for you to have the clarity of mind to actually begin. That's it. Interceding and praying.
1: But but remember what Jesus said when he talked about the Lord's Prayer. He uses this analogy that when you pray go into a closet Mm -hmm. what's that about that is uninterrupted not distracted quiet Mm -hmm. isolated time with him yeah jesus models this by getting alone with the father and time and
0: time again yeah and i'm telling
1: you to be in a good place to be able to live out the kingdom, to see the truth, to have the grace to be able to live out the truth, yeah. your prayer life's gonna have to exist. Okay. If you are not praying, you're not surviving spiritually. Yeah. And then you are a candidate to be tricked mm-hmm. by the agendas of this world, to be deceived by all the messages you're right, man. I, I, we have like woke Christians and Christian nationalists that both of us, we just live in this. Right. And Mm -hmm. like, how are you going to walk through that without becoming one of that? Mm -hmm. If you're not spending time in prayer with the Lord Mm -hmm. and allowing your spirit to be sensitive and aware and hearing the voice of the, the shepherd. Right. Right. And, um, Get in the closet. What is that closet for you? I don't know what it is. For me, it's a place, but then it's also the distractions have to be eliminated. Mm-hmm. When I put it down on paper, then I, I compartmentalize mm-hmm. it, right? I will take care of it. I know what I need to do. Yeah. I think that's an important discipline yeah. through that. Yeah,
0: um. and I think, I think next, the, the one that's often overlooked is, uh, is worshiping. You know we're called to to worship, and that's not just the twenty to thirty minutes on a Sunday morning corporately. Uh, you know God wants you to 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 pour out affection on Him regularly, and yeah. so you had mentioned you know using the time in the car for prayer. Others might choose to spend that Music. in worship right, and just completely. giving adoration and thanksgiving to the Father, interceding for others uh, in in worship and that and that, and so. Um, you know, worship is a uh, is a powerful thing, and if you don't s- if you don't sing or play music or whatever, uh, you know, put together a Spotify playlist, or or something that can um, that can really you know that of 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 maybe songs that are really impactful that speak truth, and uh, and advocate for that. Story. Would it be
1: fair to say that if if we ask people to look at their life at their last week? And they would point to the fact that they did not intake or have any time worshiping the Father. Would it be fair to say that they're not going to be in a good place?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you're...
1: It's an essential. You're living
0: on your own strength, then.
1: Like, we believe that worship is what sets our heart right. Mm -hmm. it, It builds our faith. It centers us back. All these things that music powerfully does to engage the soul Mm -hmm. and where where's your focus what's your hope and i i really do believe that if you ask people hey how have you worshiped this week has your heart been in a place of complete worship if if you can answer that question you are moving you're you're moving in that right direction if you're saying you know what i can't really Mm -hmm. well man you're
0: you're going to struggle son is a sponge right now so he's about two and a half and every morning he asks me to watch something sometimes I give in and, and we watch something on either right now media or YouTube or whatever mm-hmm. um, but I have also made a concerted effort to uh, throw up um, people worshiping you know worship music on there, worship videos on there and uh, as we're getting ready in the morning um, he'll kind of check in from time to time, but it, it, it's that it's that environment that I'm creating for him. Yeah. Um, I may stop for a minute and pause and raise my hands and worship for a minute yep. <laughs> while I'm while I'm getting him around just trying to model for him what a life of of worship and affection for the father looks like. Absolutely.
1: Um, I really believe that man. Look over your week. have you spent time with God mm-hmm. in prayer? Yeah. have you opened his word? Yeah. Have you worshiped
0: him? Yeah.
1: These are the these are the essential ingredients. You can't bake the yeah. cake without them. It's not yeah. a cake.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And so you know that, and that's the last thing is you know time is time is time is, time is essential, right? Um, make it manageable and something that you can maintain. Don't try to don't try to spend an hour with the Lord every day if 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 five minutes is all that you've been able to to do in the past. Um, my goal right now is is. 30 uninterrupted minutes and it is very difficult and so and I'm that's where I'm working it's difficult because either I distract myself or I'm distracted by somebody or something yeah. and ultimately it's my own you know working need to work that out uh, but that's where I'm at right now I'm trying to make it manageable and something that I can maintain and then and then grow from there and build from there
1: so when I was in CrossFit right yeah um, which CrossFit's gone from Napoleon right now. I would be back in. I enjoyed it. But I remember showing up, and that was first, that first month or so. You're, you're working with people who have been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. And I remember their big thing to me was, don't try to keep pace with me. Mm. All we care about is you managing what you can do tonight. Yeah. And then it was amazing two weeks after having done what I could manage I could manage a little bit more Mm -hmm. and then I was but that's such an important reality if we're going to take steps if we're going to grow you can't create unrealistic goals and I remember man I (laughs) we would do these you know three minute two minute three minute and I mean the guy next to me was just getting after it and if i would have looked at that and made that mx i would mm-hmm. have quit crossfit yeah the reason i stayed in it and survived the first yeah. two months because it i was well you remember i could hardly yeah. walk the next day
0: oh i remember
1: <laughs> i'd come to play basketball I couldn't even lift my arms but it was because they told me do what you can manage right now yeah push yourself a little bit but don't don't try to you know I we think talk, that's exactly what you're saying. We talk yeah. about
0: excellence versus perfection quite a bit. Perfection yep. is self-centered, self-focused. Yep. And excellence is, is God-honoring and God-focused. That's right. And it's it's giving of your best, and your best is always growing. Yep. And I think, just like the car- CrossFit illustration, that's what this is, that's what this devotional life is. Yep. It's giving him the best of what you have, and then it's continuing to give him the best, and your best is getting better. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, t- listen, just like you're saying... If ten minutes is about what you can can uh, can just do right now, mm-hmm. then you've got to do ten minutes mm-hmm. and let God begin to do work in you and through. You'd be surprised. Yeah. if ten minutes is what you can give, what you have and, and and I know maybe you're like, well, I'm so ashamed of that, Just give the Lord the ten minutes. yeah, it's watch what nothing. he can do. Watch how he is in your mind mm-hmm. and in your heart, causing your thoughts to be uh yeah if if we'll just give the lord a chance mm. to grow us mm-hmm. he is going to yeah
0: um you know we we started the podcast off about the the state of the church the state of the country and just the um maybe the christian apathy that we've experienced over in our culture because of the consumerist church and and how it's just time for um for believers to either believe in christ or not and but and and that's in your fruit Yep. you know and that's that's uh that's spelled out all throughout scripture yep. it's the fruit that we bear that is our testimony of whether we are truly christ followers or not and um you know i'm thankful for this time mm-hmm. um i'm excited about this new year i think it'll be challenging um, it's, i think it'll it'll be life-giving i think the church is always strongest when it's on the defense and I think it's we're we're in a culture that's increasingly secularized, and uh, and how how great of an opportunity for us to shine. That's right. And and um and so you know next week our next podcast that we have um you know, we're gonna we're gonna address unity in the church and unity as a nation and what that even looks like and how did what are the tenets of 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 being unified. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I'm I'm excited about that I, I think we'll probably get into what's it mean to be a dual citizen and where's your allegiance is it to uh, the king of Kings or is it to the the president that you know that we we live in and I think gone are the days where um, you know d- distorted Christianity uh, exists
1: so yeah I think we're going to talk about words like alien uh, at least I'm planning on talking about yeah. words like alien that the the oh, yeah. scriptures use yeah what does that mean to be an alien yeah like right. we have that in our culture right, right. now and right. illegal uh, uh right. but you know wrestling with terms like that yeah next week 100 hey give god a chance that's all we're saying is in this time we need to be in a solid good place mm-hmm. that happens from his grace just give him a chance to work in your heart mm-hmm. give him give him uh, your mind in opening your mind to his word. Open your heart through prayer. Open your heart through worship. And um, just give him a chance. I think that's the point. Out of a good place, then we can figure out how to live in this world.
0: Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of Charitable Discourse. We hope it added value to your life and inspires you in your walk with Christ. To catch every episode of Charitable Discourse, we love it if you'd subscribe. And if you found value in today's content, would you consider sharing it with a friend or leaving a review? We believe true change and growth happens when we challenge ourselves and lead lives of charitable discourse.